You're waking up with Pat and Tom. New Country 105.1. So about two months ago, Tom and I went out and did something that uh, we were asked to do by management. And we said, absolutely, we'll do that. And they said, oh, we'll compensate you. Said, well, whatever. And so we went out and did it and had fun. And we got back. I know this is a first world problem, but please follow me on this. Yeah. And they said, okay, here's the deal. We're going to give you trade at the Firehouse Restaurant. And if you've been there, you know. If not, it is one of the best restaurants in town. It's You, you dress up for it. You go. You have a great time. And to be able to get a free meal there, it's like, yes, thank you. This is awesome. Definitely. And then about two weeks later, they turned around and said, hey, look, those cards we gave you are expired. I went, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> no. I said, look, so bring them back, and we'll trade them in for other cards that work. So I brought them back in, and Tom, I think you got yours traded in fine, yeah. right? Yep, no okay. problem. Mine, they said, oh, well, we're out, so let's work on this. Okay, fine, no problem. Uh, I finally get an email back. Hey, uh, we're not going to be able to do that restaurant. Instead, we've got some gift cards to the Lazy Dog restaurant, which I've never been to, and... After reading about it and talking to you two about it, I find out it's like going from, hey, we can't give it the Mercedes, but here's a Chevy Volt. It's not, no, it's, Lazy Dog's actually a good restaurant. It's a new kind of... Uh, I'm sure it's fine, but it's not the firehouse. <laughs> right. Well, it's more casual dining versus this fine dining anniversary dinner-like restaurant. Plus, so I get where you're coming from. Lazy Dog, you can bring your dog. I don't have a dog. We're on a list to get a dog because the dog has to be friendly for Dimitri. Right, but right. But by the time I get the dog, guess what'll happen? Well, just make sure you, you don't get a dog with an expiration date. <laughs> just, oh, we're sorry. Your dog has expired. I wasn't going to go that far. I thought by the time I got the dog, those cards would be expired. Yeah. And then we'll go to Wienerworks or, <laughs> or something. But, but this is such as my life, and I really have no complaints. I just thought I'd share that with you because I found it funny. I'm sure management is not finding it funny right now. I should, should be getting a call in like five. Yeah. yeah. Back to the big question. You okay? Yep, just fine. Okay, spill a little coffee. Yeah, everything's good, though. No, it's all cleaned up. Yeah, we're good. Don't tell anybody. Yeah, I don't want our engineers finding out. The big question is, this movie came out 15 years ago yesterday. It's funny. It's a seasonal movie. Name it. Hey, Darla, what do you think? Hey, is it Elf? It indeed is Elf. Congratulations. Yeah, nice. Thanks. That's my favorite movie. I love that movie. What's your favorite line from the movie? Uh, you smell like beef and cheese. <laughs> That's a good one. You disgust me. You don't smell like Santa. You smell like beef and cheese. <laughs> you sit on the throne of lies. <laughs> okay, people. Tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town. Santa! Oh, my God! Santa here? I know him. I know him. New Country 105.1. Pat and Tom's Hot Nashville Minute. And now Chris Jansen lit up downtown Chowdown, and you walked away and went, oh, my God, I had no idea he had that much energy. He is the infield act at the NASCAR race this Sunday in Avondale, or Avondale Arizona. He takes a stage at the infield at 1030, and the race starts when he's done. I think the race, as much as you might be a NASCAR fan, might be a kind of a second act to Chris Jansen. <laughs> For real. Kane Brown is not only talented, he's a great son. He's helping out his mama again. He recently revealed that her car broke down, and he shared the video with friends because he got her a new one. And now he's revealing she fell on hard times again, unfortunately. She moved in with his grandfather and was living in his basement. She's currently going through a bout of depression after losing her job. And he said, so I called her, and I was like, Mom, I want to take care of you. So go pick out an apartment, whichever apartment you like. So she got one, and I just went ahead. I paid for the apartment for a full year, so she ain't got to worry about it. And he also got 
got the insurance for, and if I ever have a son, I, I wow. really hope he's like him. What a, what a good kid. I know. Are you a dark horse? If you are, Devin Dawson wants to hear from you. Devin is set to release the song Dark Horse, which is the title track of his debut album as his next single. And in the run-up, he wants his fans to Instagram their story about what makes them a dark horse. Make a video describing what makes you a dark horse and how this song has impacted your life. Upload it to Instagram or Twitter. Tag me in it at ZDevin. And in your caption, make sure you use the hashtag Dark Horse Family so I can see them all. If you want to find out more and see Devin's full video explaining why he's doing this, we've got all the details on our website. KNCIFM.com. You know how when you look up something and all of a sudden whatever you're looking up, those ads appear on your Facebook page or maybe scroll down to where you get your email? Yeah, we've all been there. That's all happened to us. But this is even creepier. Yeah, Pat and I made a bet the other morning. Um, I lost the bet, and it involves wearing an Affliction T-shirt into a bar by myself. We were talking about this on and off the air. I did not, and I don't think you did either, uh, Google anything about affliction shirts because we had somebody call right away who said they worked for Buckle and they were going to try and set me up with a... I know they're expensive. I remember saying that on the air. I didn't look anything up, and I certainly did not look anything up on my personal account, let alone my personal Facebook page. Later in the day... Ads for Affliction T-shirts started showing up on my personal Facebook page. I went, what in the... But that's not all. They also started appearing on my personal Facebook page. And in fact, yesterday after our show, Pat and I were back in our uh, the the DJ area doing some uh, post-show work. And I showed it to Pat. I said, look at this. There there are Affliction ads appearing on my timeline on Facebook. And I did not Google any. You did, Cody. I did. That's what makes it so bizarre. I was the one that was looking it up and showing you pictures. Did anything like that show up on your Facebook page? No, but you know what's even weirder? Is that I'm sick right now. And all that keeps popping up is like sponsored ads for soup. I've literally seen two this morning already from different companies. Which is bizarre because off the air this morning, you have been talking about how much you want to have some soup this morning. Did you Google or do any kind of search for soup? No, on my phone, but not on my laptop. How in the world does that happen? I had to add it. (laughs) I don't know, but this is creepy. Well, you've done this before, and the companies deny it, but there are those who say our devices are listening in 24-7. And I think this is... You think that's true? I kind of do. You really think that, that that something like Siri or Alexa has the ability to hear your know. conversations and send that information out to your other social media? It's not Big Brother. It's Big Sister. All right. Hold on. <laughs> Let me ask. Okay. Alexa, are you listening to my personal conversations? Hmm. I just noted an Flexion t-shirt in your Amazon cart and sent you some options. What? Alexa, thanks for listening. You bet. <laughs> I think it could be. That is so. You know what, though? We're in radio. We need all the listeners we can get. Yeah. Shout out to Alexa. <laughs> Menlo Park, thanks for being a part of the new country family. And Siri. Coming up with Pat and Tom. And Siri, too. <laughs> in Auburn. <laughs> She's a hot sip. How did that sound? The good stuff with Pat and Tom. Sometimes even Superman needs help. For the last 26 years, Jonathan Charbonneau has dressed up as Superman for the Glen Ellen, Illinois, 4th of July parade. He also dresses as Superman through the week. He goes around town, sweeping sidewalks of businesses, picking up garbage, and otherwise doing whatever he can to keep the town of 25,000 people tidy. Jonathan has a black belt in karate. 
One other thing you might want to know about Jonathan, he has Asperger's syndrome, which is high-functioning autism. Socially, he is extremely awkward. And dressing as Superman, he found, is how he deals with this. It gets him out. It gets him in the community. The whole town knows him, and they love him. He's lived alone in a one-bedroom apartment for 30 years. And that apartment has not changed where his bed is, where his dresser is, where the chairs are, because he is such a creature of habit. A couple of weeks ago, his apartment building was sold, and the new owners have doubled his rent from $400 to $800 a month. Jonathan was devastated right now because he can't afford it. He is staring at eviction and homelessness and no idea how to navigate that. Although some of the business owners found out they rallied the community in less than two weeks' time. They've raised over $35,000 for him. Wow. He just signed a new lease, and a local attorney stepped in free of charge to help him set up a financial safety net. He was so moved, Superman created a sign and posted it in the middle of the downtown Glen Ellen. It reads, Citizens of Glen Ellen, I love you all, and I will protect you always. Love, <laughs> Superman. <laughs> Gosh. If you'd love to see this story, and why wouldn't you? It's on our website, KNCIFM.com. New Country 105.1. Here's what's trending. Authorities have identified the gunman in last night's mass shooting at a bar in Thousand Oaks as 28-year-old former Marine, a former Marine named Ian David Long. Uh, authorities think he may have been suffering from PTSD. He walked into the Borderline Bar and Grill last night about 1130, opened fire on a packed house. Twelve people were killed. And before the gunman committed suicide, authorities say the carnage could have been much worse if not for the heroics of two individuals. One, a Ventura County Sheriff's deputy named Ron Helis, who was first on the scene and killed when he rushed in to confront the gunman. He was a 29-year veteran of the force due to retire next year. And the second hero was a young man named Matt Winterstrom, a regular at the bar, whose quick action to break a window with a bar stool allowed literally dozens of trapped patrons to escape. These people that we were here with, this is our family. Cole and I both come here uh, weekly. We've known a lot of these people for upwards of 10, 15 years. We grew up with them. It's not something where you just get out of there and fend for yourself. It's what can I do to protect as many of my friends as possible because my life is, is taken care of. I know where I'm going when I die. So to give my friends and my family the chance to, to live another day, I want nothing more than that. And so we did what we had to do to get out of there. Authorities now searching the gunman's home in hopes of discovering some kind of motive. Pat, give us something good. Okay, on a different note, the Christmas movie Elf, which I love, just celebrated a 15-year anniversary. It came out 15 years ago yesterday. And to celebrate, there's a restaurant in Chicago called Miss Ricky's. Their new holiday menu, which started yesterday, and you can get it through Christmas, is Buddy's favorite dish, a plate of pasta topped with marshmallows, M&Ms, Oreos, fruity pebbles, raspberry and chocolate sauce, more Pop-Tarts, and of course, syrup. We also try to stick to the four main food groups. Candy, candy canes, candy corns, and syrup. The plate is 15 bucks. You won't eat it, but you will certainly post it on Instagram and Twitter. Pat and Tom. New Country 105.1.